Hello everyone, uh, my name is Ravi Kumar, President at Infosys. Welcome to the next chapter of uh, Trailblazers. Uh, we're doing this in the beautiful uh, Providence Design Hub of Infosys. I have a very distinguished guest, uh, the Governor of Rhode Island, Gina Raimondo. Uh, actually, I belong to the Gina fan club myself. Uh, a big fan of uh, the Governor, uh, I think one of the most impressive uh, and dynamic uh, public policy makers I know of, uh, and I know many of them, and I can't, I can't talk about anybody who can match uh, the, the dynamism of uh, the governor, Governor Raimondo. Um, she has a very impressive uh, academic background. Um, an undergrad from Harvard, um, a master's and a doctorate from Oxford, um, a, grad, a grad from the Yale Law School, um, she ran an uh, early, uh, early venture fund, as I call it, co-founded it, um, has been involved with a couple of startups in uh, Rhode Island, um, was the governor of, uh, was, was, the, was the treasurer of Rhode Island, where she kind of uh, tackled the issue of uh, unfunded pension, and then a two-time governor for the state of Rhode Island. Um, so thank you so much, uh, Governor, for doing this for us. And uh, uh, this is your vision. We are in the, in the Rhode Island Hub. Uh, we promise we're going to be 100 employees by August. That's what I committed to the Governor. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, every time I read about you and every time I meet you, I always go back inspired, thinking of doing something more and something big for the state. Uh, you know, I want to tee up the first question to you around um, how you tackled the unemployment issue. Um, I remember the first time when you came on, uh, when you did your first term, um, Rhode Island was having the highest unemployment. And from there, you've got to uh, below the national average now. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm now told this is the lowest since 2001. Yeah. Uh, how did you tackle this? And uh, I know this has uh, been the cornerstone of your administration, jobs and uh, preparing workforce for the future uh, for the state of Rhode Island. So first let me say it is such a pleasure to sit with you and be here in this gorgeous hub, the design hub. Uh, I am an Infosys fan, I'm part of the Infosys fan club and I'm thrilled that you've chosen Rhode Island and as you know it's my job to partner with you to make sure that you're happy here, successful here, and able to find the talent that you need. Um, it is true, you know, when I took office, when I ran for office, for that whole year, Rhode Island had the highest unemployment rate in the country, which, if you've spent any time in Rhode Island, that doesn't make sense. You know, we're nestled between New York and Boston, we have Ivy League University, gorgeous beaches, great food, why would this be the case? And I just, I felt like we lacked some leadership and a strategy. And so I have made it my mission to just try to create high wage jobs for people. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what matters the most. Uh, if people can have a good job, feel like they have a path to an even better job if they work hard, you know, some sense of opportunity and mobility. So a lot of what I've done really gets back to skills. My, my theory, and I love your thought on this, is today every company that's fast growing tells me that the rate limiting factor to growth is talent. Yep. 
So I've invested in universal pre-K, all-day kindergarten, teaching computer science in every grade in every public school in Rhode Island, uh, tuition-free community college, job training, partnerships between what we're doing around job training and companies. For me, it's just all talent, talent, talent. Because if I can meet your talent demands, you know, why wouldn't you want to be here? Thank you, Governor. I think that, that you know, that's so, so apt and, and at a time when, in many ways, repurposing human capital is the only yeah. way you could scale this entire digital transformation happening in large enterprises. And, um, and uh, you're, you're spot on. That's the only way you can actually build jobs of the future. Uh, so, t tell us a little bit about uh, CS for All. Uh, I know that um, uh, you've tripled the number of kindergartens, uh, and I think you're going to be the first state if you get to CS for All for all schools mm -hmm. in uh, in the nation. Um, I also know that you you have the uh, you now in 2017 you actually uh, you actually announced that. Uh, every Rhode Islander is going to have uh, free education, mm -hmm. uh, at least at least for the two years, years in the community colleges. Uh, it's kind of very comprehensive, starting from pre, you know, uh, exactly. You know, exactly starting from right. K twelve to uh, higher education. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. So I I think computer skills and digital skills are essential skills. Maybe they weren't when we were in high school. Yeah. You know, but they are now. It's just as important as anything else. And I am a mother, I have two children. I want my kids to have the skills they need to get a good job. And those are digital skills and computer skills, among other things, you know, problem solving, collaboration, basic math, statistics. So when I became governor, I realized we just weren't too many kids in our public schools didn't have access to um, computer science. And I also realized we wait too long. You can't wait until high school. You have to start. So we start in kindergarten now. And if you ever want to put a smile on your face, go to a kindergarten classroom and watch the computer science class because it's a sorting game. And they, they line the kids up and teach them how to sort themselves. And they learn sorting and logic and coding. And to me, statistics, problem solving, that's exactly what you want to hire. Yeah, I, you know, I don't go there because it beats my ego, actually, in so many ways. <laughs> they're, so they're, so good. they're so smart. They're so smart. So I just feel, you know, every leader, if you try to do too much, you get nothing done, so you have to focus. And I am focusing on reviving our economy and rebuilding from the bottom up. And that is investing in infrastructure, lowering business taxes, but it's making big bets in education and job training. As you say, comprehensively, from the time they're four years old until the end. We're, we're even making our community college available to adult learners. Imagine you're a 50-year-old you know, bank teller. You're, you're much too young to retire. So you may have to go to our community college and get some digital skills and technology skills so you can continue your career. And I know that's something you excel at at Infosys. Absolutely, absolutely. And Governor, you know, how do you stop the brain drain in the sense, in some ways, Rhode Island has some fascinating, you know, um, uh, colleges and universities, including the Rhode Island School of Design, which is so reputed. Uh, 
the Brown University, the, 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 the academic ecosystem is fantastic. That's yeah, one of the reasons why it is. we chose. But once, once people finish their studies, there are a ton of opportunities in other states they mm -hmm. go to. Um, and I know that you wanted to create an innovation ecosystem in Rhode Island so that they can stay back and contribute back to the state. Um, you know, just want to pick your brains on this. How do you stop the, the brain drain from Rhode Island? Um, because you've invested into them and now they, they have the opportunities in other states yeah. to go to. Everybody who could get a good job in Rhode Island would want to live in Rhode Island. Really. I mean, the, oh, they're all nodding. See, your own employees agree with that. The best Italian food in Boston is in Providence, Rhode Island. The best arts and culture in the Northeast is in Rhode Island. You could be on a gorgeous beach in any, from any point in our state, you could be on a gorgeous beach in half an hour. It's 35% less expensive to live and do business here than in Boston. So I never have to sell anyone. Anyone who spends even a day or two here says, I love this place, I want to live here. They need to get a good job. And so, uh, like in this building here, where you are, upstairs is a company called Virgin Pulse. Yep. It's a company I recruited here. They are growing like a weed. It's a healthcare IT company. They are adding talent, and everyone loves it. Upstairs, beyond on that, is GE Digital. Yep. I recruited them here. All these people are moving here to work at these companies and they love it. So the thing is, once you get people to Rhode Island, or once you can get a recent, you know, a young brown graduate a job here, they will stay. So that's why, to me, it just comes back to jobs. The more, the more companies that are here, the more vibrant the ecosystem, I think that the, the, the young people, everybody will want to live here and stay here. So if this story is told more often, to uh, corporations across the U.S., you think it's going to attract more? Because it will. it's still, um, in some sense, a, a, a nice little secret. Uh, it is. It is. So how do, you, how do you break that? Just more work and more time and more marketing. Uh, I've been on a lot of pitches to companies, and I make the pitch about, you know, it takes a half hour to get to Boston by train, two and a half hours to New York City, all the quality of life and the talent. When I tell that to companies, they love the pitch. They say, I never knew that. You know? Nobody ever says, why would I do business in Rhode Island? They, they say, like, where is it? What is the value? When you tell them, they love the story. So for me, it's really just a lot more marketing, a lot more getting the word out. And then I have to get kind of a flywheel going. You know, I've, I've recruited 35 companies here in my three years. I have another three years I recruited the 35 companies, eventually this critical mass. Yep. And it just continues to grow. And um, is there anything which you're doing on creating that innovation ecosystem? I know that uh, yes. you're, you're establishing infrastructure so that there is uh, more companies who can be attracted. Yes. You know, one thing I should have mentioned is we have a, I think, a really interesting initiative called the Wavemaker Fellowship. If you graduate from any Rhode Island university, public or private, you know, Brown or URI, RISD, with a STEAM degree, and you take a STEAM job in Rhode Island, the state will help you pay back your student loans. 
We've put almost a thousand people to work in Rhode Island because of that. It's your point about the brain That's pretty brain. unique. I've never heard about it from any yeah. other state. I don't know whether... I don't think it is true. So one day I went to uh, Brown University. They have an excellent computer science department. And I went on a Saturday morning at 8 o'clock to a hackathon. Now, I don't know about you, Ravi, but Saturday morning at 8 o'clock in college, I was in bed. I was not at a hackathon. They had hundreds of young people there. And I said, how many of you are from Rhode Island? Two hands go up. I said, how many of you are going to stay in Rhode Island when you graduate Brown? Three hands go up. I said, how many of you have student loans? Everyone raised their hands. I said, if I pay back your student loans for four years, if you get a steam job in Rhode Island, would you stay here? Literally, there was a line out the door waiting to talk to me. People want to work here. If we have the jobs, if we provide those incentives so they spend a little more time looking in Rhode Island, I think there's no way we don't win. And is this something very unique to Rhode Island? The, I think so. Because I've not heard this from any other state. And is this uh, fully operational now? It's fully operational. It's happened for two years. We're continuing the program. And it's, it is, I believe, unique. I, I came up with the idea because I'm very focused And do they need to commit to stay in Rhode Island for a couple of years? Four years. Four years. You've got to stay here for four years. Well, we'll pay back your loans up to four years. If you stay one year, we pay one year. If you stay two years, we pay two years. But I really want to focus on that science That's technology. a very smart move, actually. You know, focus, focus, focus. And it's fantastic. So, Governor, switching gear, um, you know, you have competing states uh, yes. around the New England region. All of them have great universities. Um, how do you differentiate Rhode Island to the others? Yeah. Um, and all of them have good academic ecosystems to, uh, to create the talent pools of the future. And do you see that um, an advantage of being a very small state? Um, you know, I personally thought coming here, it's a very closely knit community of academia, government, and uh, large institutions, I felt that was a huge advantage yeah. uh, being in a small state. How do you see that? It is a huge advantage, and hopefully you've seen that. You know, if I need help from one of our United States senators to uh, help me on something, I pick up the phone. They're fantastic. I have access to them. We work as a team. If I need the mayor's help or a company needs the mayor's help to do a program in the city, I pick up the phone. He does what's required. Um, Community college president, as you know, you're working with our community college. I talk to her every week. She's, you know, we're all on the team. It's a small, tight-knit team, and we're hungry to win. You know, I think, not to take anything away from Boston and Cambridge, and as you say, I went to Harvard, I'm a believer. It's crowded, it's expensive, and, you know, they've already made it. We're on the rise, and there's a certain... We have a lot of hustle, and we're all on the same team to make the companies here feel like you're the most important company that I have to help, and I think that makes a difference. You know, you get the, the governor returns your phone call, I'm on the team, I'll do what I can to help every company that's here. Awesome. And, um, you know, a little bit about the high, higher education institutions in this state. You know, you have some fantastic uh, ones. Brown is reputed for a whole lot of uh, disciplines. The Rhode Island School of Design, I think, again, is a hidden 
jewel. It is, it is. Um, I've seen design schools across the US. This is probably the best. Mm -hmm. It's inspired by humanity, life, mm -hmm. uh, nothing more purest than what they are. Um, what's your plan around higher education uh, institutions in, in, in Rhode Island? First of all, we have big plans for a community college. I believe the community college should be a workforce development engine. It needs to work hand in glove with businesses to provide customized training. Yep. And we're doing that. I think we are ahead of other community colleges. It's leadership, it's focus. I, 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 we're in the early innings of seeing what that could be. Secondly, this is an area where the governor plays a big role because a lot of what I do is convening. So bringing University of Rhode Island together with Brown, together with RISD to come together uh, and providing access to companies. I'll say this. In this regard, Rhode Island is lucky because right now we have a digital revolution. We have a data revolution. Yep. And we have a design, really, revolution. Design is in the middle of everything. Design is in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. Design is right and in, in fact, the middle. And in fact, you're, you're spot on. Um, I think large corporations like ours are moving from higher studies to skills. And community yeah. colleges will play a much important role because we're almost going to go away from saying, do you have a master's or a, or a undergrad and so and so. We're just going to say, do you have the skills? Credentials. And then hire them. Yeah. Competency, absolutely. I would say that, and I say this even if you weren't sitting in front of me, Infosys is a global leader in that transition. There are still many companies that are, I think, a little old-fashioned in the way they hire and in the way they train, and they still do, like, check the box from HR. Do you have a four-year degree? Do you have a master's degree? And I think that's going to slow them down. It will slow them down. Company, you guys are ahead of the pack. You're looking for, can you do the job? Are you competent? We'll hire you and we'll continue to train you. It's continuous learning. Easy to say, hard to do. Yeah. So We call that lifelong learning in a way. So. And it's, everyone says it, but you're doing it. And I am, I'm doing it too with my community, with our community college. You know, it's all about changing the way we deliver higher education. So it's competency-based, it's unbundled, it's shorter amount of time, get the job done, start your job, come back for some more training. Ha the majority of Americans go to community college. 50% of the U.S. actually is in community colleges. Right, yeah. so the, it's not alternative, it's where most it's people go. Yeah. It's mainstream. Yeah. So I'm really leaning into that model. We are excited about it as well. And, it's, and, and by the way, it's working. Yeah. You know? And in fact, Governor, thanks to your own um, vision on this, uh, we almost want to create a national movement on it, but pivoted on Rhode Island as the Great. foundation. Um, uh, this year, we're going to hire like 500 from community colleges. We almost we did a hundred. It's not the it's it's not the least resistance path, as I call it. Yeah. yeah. But once people uh, adapted, yeah. then they start realizing the benefits are huge. Stickiness, yes. um, hunger, yeah. a little bit of a challenger mentality. Uh, that gives you more than what you're expecting. There's a very famous Harvard Business School case where they, or it's a Harvard Business School review, and they look at um, how companies are, are hiring based on certain academic credentials, four-year degree plus a master's degree. But then they look at how many people in their company actually doing that job have those credentials, 
and there's a huge gap. And it's kind of the old, the old adage, you don't get fired for hiring IBM. Well, you know it's the safer path to say you have the four-year degree and the master's degree, we'll try it. But I don't think you'll hit your hiring goals at pace if you do that. So I appreciate you taking a little risk with us in our community college, and we'll deliver for you. You know, we'll deliver for you, and you'll get people who have talent at a price you can afford who will stick around. Thank you, Governor. Thank you so much. You know, if I have to ask you um, one question about what your expectations from Infosys are in the next 12 months, what would that be? Grow, grow, grow. In Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. <laughs> Stay here. Truthfully, you're a, you are a model corporate citizen. You have been integrated in the community. You've restored this historic building. You are a great partner in the computer science initiative. Um, working with our com community college, I want to just do more with you. We're aligned in our vision, so let's do more together. Thank you so much, Gunnar. I'm going to put you on the spot uh, for this final question, and you may choose not to answer. Where do you see yourself in five years from now? Five Maybe years? three years from now. I, th well, three years, I'll be right here. I'll be working with you. Four years from now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not running for president next year. I'm like, I am the one Democratic governor in America not running for president next year. I was about to ask that question, yeah. but I kind of worked, not worked around year. it. Not next year. We'll see. You know, I'm like any CEO. I got a job to do. I'm laser focused. I have three years to do it. We'll see. Thank you so much, Governor. Always a pleasure talking Thank to you. Thank you, Ravi. I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, I call it the Gina fan club. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of that club. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll continue to live to your vision and uh, uh, the aspirations you have for the state. Uh, thank you again. Thank you.